0: See me, but you can sure as hell hear me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Holy Shoot Wrestling Podcast, a podcast that is all about you guessed it the world of professional wrestling. I am your host, Broderick, and joining me are Hi, this is Jason. Hey,
1: this is Chen. Hi, it's Chris. How are you all doing, guys? Yeah, pretty good. Um, had a good wrestling weekend, going to see fight forever wrestling and Bruce and Conrad from Something to Wrestle. So that was sort of an interesting Friday night. I think Chris didn't enjoy it as much as I did, but...
2: Yeah, it was okay. It was a bit
1: family-friendly for me. Chris left before the jokes about crack cocaine during the podcast segment, so... Wow. (laughs) That that would have been right up Chris's alley.
2: Yeah, that's
0: true. Chen, how how are you doing?
3: Yeah, I'm good. Ready to crack on.
0: Yeah, full of that Christmas spirit, guys. Good to see. Good to see. Well, I'm glad uh, you enjoyed uh, Fight Forever as well, Jason fuck you Chris (laughs) Uh, I joke I joke well anyway coming up today on this week's edition of Holy Shoot we'll be doing a match by match preview of TLC discussing which WWE main roster show is better this week and we will also be continuing our weekly segment of The Ring of Dishonour but coming up first after this short musical interlude is the news gonna start off with a sad story i'm afraid uh this past week saw the passing of both thomas billington aka the dynamite kid as well as larry the axe hennig jason as the historian of the group did you want to say a few words about both men and their impact on the industry
1: Sure, um, i probably have to say less about Henning Just because I'm not actually that old He was mainly big in the 60s and 70s So I'd be a little bit limited there Mm -hmm. But um, he's known, probably best known for his AWA work Multiple tag title reigns Running around with Harley Race And then feuding with him as he brought his son into the business Um, It's funny, when you look it up It's hard to find a bad word said about him He seems to be a guy who was just respected and liked in the industry Um, Dynamite Kid Trailblazer and I mean, a lot of people say that about wrestlers, you know, a lot of people get that thrown around, but he truly was. I'd recommend going on to the network. Um You can find the, I remember having this as a kid, you can find the British Bulldogs Coliseum home video special that they did on back in the day. And it's got these great matches from 85, 86. There's a singles match with Bret Hart. Mm. There's the tag match where the Bulldogs won the tag belts on the Dream Team. If you watch those matches, you'll see why everyone says Chris Benoit and Daniel Bryan and the like were so heavily inspired by him. He was doing moves that no one else was doing at the time, and just had this snap to him. Obviously, um, everyone knows there's all these things people say, he's not the nicest. He wasn't the nicest guy in the world, mm. but everyone respected his ability in the ring.
0: Yeah, he, he was definitely one of the best wrestlers in his generation, and, uh, and you know, Larry hannig has got a. Well, very good reputation too, and they're both sad losses to the industry. Um, In other sad news, former WWE wrestler Big Cass suffered a seizure at the House of Hardcore event in Philadelphia last Saturday. The event's promoter, Tommy Dreamer, did give an update saying he is well and that he did mention the issue was not drug-related. Cass was coherent after collapsing, but what does this mean for the 7-Footers' future? Jen?
3: Um... So I think we all saw that picture like that, made, on the, that came on the internet like two weeks ago of Big Cass letting himself go when he f- had his first match on the mm. Yeah, And I think maybe mentally he hasn't been the same since he got fired from WWE and he just let himself go. And I'm glad to read that it's not drug related and whatever battles he's going through, I hope he can overcome it.
0: It, it was a seizure, so I don't think it was anything that he could have helped.
1: I hope so. Maybe his um, diet. I, I'm
0: I'm not a doctor, but yeah, yeah. Jason, do you have any thoughts?
1: He's not having a great run. You know, feel for the guy. I think his chances like you don't know what's going on with him mentally and physically at the moment. And Mm. hopefully is this something he can get through. I I saw him coming back to the WWE at some point next year. I could see him getting returning at some point, but we'll see how it goes now.
0: It's definitely been a rough year, but uh, getting booked for the house of hardcore show meant at least for me that he was on the way back in that industry. Uh, House of hardcore is one of the more thriving uh, promotions in the Northeast of America. Uh, and for that, uh, I mean, I unfortunately came across a video and it is quite shocking, to say the least. And uh, for that for that to happen just sucks. I, th- I think we can all wish him a speedy recovery and hopefully um, this seizure doesn't end his career. I'm not sure how severe it is, but hopefully it's not career ending. On to other news and a bit more positive news, uh, hopefully... WWE are rumoured to be looking at creating a Queen of the Ring pay-per-view next year. The rumour was first mentioned by Dave Meltzer that WWE were looking at creating more all-female pay-per-views. Firstly, do you like the idea? And secondly, do you think this will impact the Mae Young Classic, Jason?
1: I don't think it will impact the Mae Young Classic. And I loved that tournament the last two years because it introduced me to a lot of new talent that I hadn't seen before. I feel like this would be main roster talent more than anything. Um, But... I have mixed thoughts on if I'm excited about this or not. Really? Partly because they've not had a good run of tournaments on the main roster. When you look at... I, and I like... You think the last few King of the Rings they did... Um, Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, obviously, <laughs> as well. So it depends how they do it. And I'm wondering, would they take this as a whole show? Or would this, would this be like a mixed match challenge where they tape a few every week before the other shows? Or would it be an, in the, a complete show? But if it was a complete show, they could do something really cool, do a different venue to normal, make this really stand out and include champions from the UK, NXT and NXT brands, maybe.
0: It doesn't matter. Shane McMahon's winning. But, (laughs) Chen, your thought?
1: Um,
3: I don't think it'll affect the Mae Young Classic in any way, Um, Mm. because Mae Young Classic is for new recruits and future recruits
0: what I mean by affecting Mae Young Classic is will they put it on hold for a year or even indefinitely if they do introduce Queen of the Ring? Will that affect you know, I, don't perspective think so. I think May I think May Young
1: is how they bring talent in. Queen of the Ring if they did it would be a main roster show, I don't know, during the quiet period of the summer. Mm. And
3: I don't think it should
1: if it's cause it's called Queen of the Ring, I just don't think it should be a separate pay per view. They should just do
3: it with King of the Ring. What do you and mean? at the end of the p- pay per view, crown a king and queen, just like mm. they do in American proms. Mm.
2: That sounds shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so what?
0: Chris is very blunt.
3: Hey, that's uh, how I'd look it. Uh, uh, I
0: probably wouldn't. I I believe the queen of the ring could be awesome. Uh, do you think it should be
3: separate pay per view? Yes,
0: mainly because we've, the Saudi Arabia shows are going to happen. I know it's a PR stunt having female pay-per-views, but you know, at least it promotes some form of equality. I, I, I've wanted to see this tournament with the main roster women more than I want to see the main classic. I, for one, am quite excited by the prospect of this tournament. I think the women right now on the main roster are killing it more, way more than the men. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think the men are comparatively lazier and I think if given the opportunity they'll make the best of the opportunity presented to them
3: then if they are going to do this Mm pay-per-view then it has I don't think they should have any of the tournament matches during Raw Smackdown it should all be on one pay-per-view maybe
1: and like where they do the qualifiers is it last yeah, eight yeah, yeah, yeah. last 16
0: on the show yeah I would like to see like four feet or four ways and then just semi-finals finals yeah. singles I would like to see that just get you know have some action that sounds
3: really creepy <laughs> have some so action some, some women will be f- having matches like four or five times on the night that's why I think you should
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that that would be awesome I'd be up for that um moving on lastly the full card for new japan pro wrestling's wrestle kingdom 13 has been announced we will see the likes of omega versus tanahashi jericho versus naito and okada versus jay white as well as ishii versus zach Saber jr for the ref pro british heavyweight championship go britain uh which match are you looking forward to and why chen i'll start with you
3: okada versus jay white Really? Yeah, I'm a big Jay White fan, and a an card is an amazing wrestler. You can't go wrong, in
1: my opinion. Uh, wow, well, I can't
0: disagree with that. Jason?
1: It's an insanely good card. It's so good. I'm actually going for one you didn't mention, um, Osprey versus Ibushi, just because I think that will be earlier in the card, and... I mean, it's hard to pick one, right? I yeah. just look at that and think, wow, how amazing will that match yeah, be?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, Koto Bushi I have two. Kota, I'm cheating slightly, but Koto Bushi versus Will Ospreys. Uh, yeah, he's definitely up there. Um, yeah, that's one of my picks.
2: Chris? Uh, the Jericho match. Ah. Yeah, he's been killing it in New Japan.
0: Yeah, he's been awesome. I, 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 have liked, I haven't seen his match with Evil yet. I really must get around to that. Yeah but uh, I, I'm not too it's not high on my list because I've seen Jericho Naito and I think Naito will win the title back but we'll save that for a later discussion
3: also I'm just really happy that they're acknowledging the Rev Pro British heavyweight title Yeah, definitely. on a big pay per view uh,
0: yeah I think the fact that it I mean that's just going to work wonders for rev pro especially yeah. with the nxt uk thing that's happening right now which yeah. is muddying the british indie waters i think new japan are doing a massive favor and when they don't even have to and it's great that we get to see tomorrow ishii uh defend the title uh for me i'm looking forward to kushida versus ishimori for the junior heavyweight title the junior heavyweights are always entertaining and i, I really like the kushida gimmick of the time i'm a huge fan of that gimmick so for me i'm really looking forward to that match and just a heads up to you loyal listeners out there we'll be doing a review of that show uh next month once that pay-per-view is obviously done so that wraps up the big news of the week after this short break we'll be discussing smackdown versus raw Every week on this podcast, we will decide which one of WWE's flagship shows were better, SmackDown or Raw, in a segment called SmackDown vs. Raw. Highly original, I know. First up, let's talk about Raw's opener where Seth Rollins came down to the ring to loads of burn it downs and then called out Baron Corbin, addressed his failures to his face, setting up that TLC match for the main event for the Intercontinental Championship. Chen, what were your thoughts on the opening promo?
3: Firstly, I was surprised that Roland was already in the ring. Yeah. He didn't come out to his music. He was already in the ring, and then they played his music. And I like that, how he talked about the Raw's rating, and it's just WWE um, acknowledging their way of saying, yes, we understand things are bad, but let's talk about it. Hmm. And um, But I feel like, why are they putting the blame on Baron Corbett? Is that how the audience feels, or is that... Part of just the storyline of bad Uh, ratings.
0: Clearly storyline.
3: It better be. I'm a big fan of Corbin. (laughs) No, I
0: I think they're just using it as a way to address WWE's failures and Baron Corbin being the representative WWE and Seth Rollins being representative fans.
3: And I really liked how he said that the tag team division is being misrepresented.
0: I think it was just the revival, but... I I liked his Lucha House Rules complaint. Jason, you want to chime in?
3: Um,
1: I was glad he's made a reference to Revival because I'm a big fan of them and they've just not been given much of a chance. I mean, mean, ultimately this promo was Vince admitting the show's been terrible and that no one's watching. So they then had a show where they set an even lower rating than the previous week. (laughs) And next week will probably be even worse and they'll probably finally dip under that 2 million viewers number in the US. So they're... Looking ropey.
3: Also, I'm glad that they also acknowledged that Brock doesn't wrestle on Raw. Like they said, it was
1: his last match on Raw was 16 years. Ago. That was crazy. That yeah. number when you realised.
3: Yeah,
0: that's not. I mean, our fans were really shocked by that though. I
1: don't think they're shocked, but I think when you hear the number, it's
3: like 16 but, years. Yeah, <laughs> that's, crazy. that's crazy. And the only downside of that promo was when they were when Rawners was just calling Corbin a coward. Quinn, repeatedly I was Uh, just
0: like what are you doing I kind of liked it it's kind of of consistent with what Ron's has done previously he usually repeats the same insult until the person caves so I think there's a tiny bit of consistency for once in the writing of Monday Night Raw Um, so that set up the TLC match as we know
3: the first TLC match in six years on Raw
0: yeah that was I think the last match was CM Punk versus Ryback if I'm correct but uh, you know, tweet at us at Holy Shoot Pod if we're wrong. Please engage with us. Uh, <laughs> uh, that sounded more desperate than I actually meant. But uh, what did you guys think of the main event? I loved it for one. I thought it was refreshing, it was different. It was a shame about the ratings because I think they missed out on a, what was a very good main event. Jason?
1: Uh, yeah, it's fine. I think mean, I'm interested. The Heath Slater thing made it, I guess, that was like the tweet to it, right? Yeah, like, what are you yeah. going to be doing? Um, I think anytime Seth's in the ring it's good mm. I think everyone agrees that I'd like to see a bad Seth match just so I have something to compare it to
3: yeah
1: <laughs> I was surprised that Seth, Seth Rollins actually took
3: so many bumps in that match especially when he's got a big match oh, Seth on Seth freaking Rollins
0: yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think he's trying to cover the fact that Baron wasn't very physical in that Boo.
3: match no uh, but, Corbin
0: was great uh, <laughs> i Rollins did most of the work I, don't usually, I usually believe in it takes two to tango in the ring but for me it was quite clear that Rollins was doing a lot of the work for that one diving about I'm not, I'm not dismissing Corbin's work but I think Rollins put a heavy workload into that yeah, match yeah there were some
3: great spots right? oh
0: yeah pay per view worthy spots like the frog yeah. splash from the top turnbuckle and the buckle
3: bomb through the table
0: uh-huh, ok yeah the buckle bomb oh, kudos to both men for that one that was really good off the ladder
3: and that, just after the match the stare down yeah between oh, Ambrose and Rollins.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll talk more about that in the TLC preview about how I feel about that rivalry, but I thought that was a very good end, a very good closing moment to that show. One thing you did mention, Jason, is Heath Slater in the referee role. Um, just briefly, what do you think of both his involvement in this match as well as the Leo Rush versus Elias match? What, what do you think of the character, the story of this new angle for Heath?
1: I, I mean, it's the classic Hill ref and Heath can play the slightly cowardly I've got kids, I need a job thing. Yeah. Ultimately, he has to stand up for himself and I guess it's when does that happen or how do we get there and how many bad things does he do along the way as part of this regime of evil. Yeah. Chen, briefly? I've
3: always been a big fan of Heath. I thought he's always been money and he's always been a great character for TV. So yeah. I'm glad they put him back on TV in like a... You, I don't want, you could say main event position, uh, storyline-wise.
0: I uh, Hopefully it'll build him up the card a tiny bit. Speaking of uh, building up the tine, uh, card a tiny bit, not to rush through this point, but what do you guys think of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable being the new Raw Tag Team Champions? Sigh.
3: Huh. I was surprised. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, what the hell? <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't like the fact that Drake Maverick was involved in this match. But, but were you- uh, But... Hopefully it puts this rivalry to bed.
3: I was surprised that the title swapped hands six days before TLC.
0: But they don't have a match at TLC, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, and it doesn't
1: matter because the belts will be back on AOP before the Rumble. Mm. I mean, Rumble at the latest, I can't see why they wouldn't put the belts back on them. They're just trying to do some sort of story with Drake. So,
0: speaking of things that you didn't like... Just briefly,
1: is there anything that you wish to raise
3: like what what didn't you like about Raw this week? Natalia speaking. Ooh. Why? I just never liked Natalia's promos.
0: I thought she did a good job here. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think and I'll speak more about this in the TLC preview, which is coming up after this segment. Um but I thought she did a good job here. Jason?
1: I think just overall you can tell Raw is trying to find its way at the minute because everything they planned main event wise with Roman Reigns has obviously gone completely out the window mm. and they are just trying to work out right. what are we doing on this show yeah. in the run up to Mania and who are we bringing in yeah. also
3: I would like to say uh, when Drew did cut a promo and he was talking about people's undefeated streets coming to an end he yeah. didn't mention Asuka <laughs> yeah. that ticked the- me off
0: uh, well, she's being built up on SmackDown, so it's not the end of the world. For me, Ronda versus Nia, I hope that feud ends at TLC. I really do. Just move on. Nia sucks. The end. I think it has to because
1: of what we expect to be the run. More Mania run.
0: So moving on to SmackDown, started off with uh, Daniel Bryan versus Mustafa Ali. What did you guys think? And also, what did you guys make of AJ Styles' absence, absence this week on SmackDown?
1: it was a sweet match I like Mustafa Ali I'm hoping this is tied into the overall plan to crown him the Cruiserweight Champion at Mania and they're just trying to increase his exposure a little bit Mm. we don't see the Cruiserweights on Smackdown they don't even go on Raw anymore and that was a, he was a good guy to have a match with Daniel Bryan size wise. It was just very good. Was this a match announced before SmackDown kicked e- off? Mm. Not properly. I yeah. think there was rumors that happened on social media, maybe, but they didn't really. because no, I was because I just watched the show and I was very
3: surprised that this was happening. It was
0: in the pre. Well, it was in the package video package just before the show opened. Okay. Um, but, yeah it's, it's definitely it's definitely weird to hear Mustafa Ali was called up but I heard from Russell votes earlier that we we're going to see a fresh matchup and I was trying to think what could be fresh on SmackDown I, there you go yeah, Mustafa I, Ali versus Daniel Bryan and it I, was a good match
3: I, I, I said two weeks ago that i would like to see the cruiserweights face rest mix it up with the main
1: event wrestlers like cedric mm.
3: alexander versus seth rollers for example so i'm glad this is happening now just
1: yeah. just one thing to add on and if you guys saw on the social channels that they showed mustafa ali backstage and new day who and a bunch of guys like giving him handshakes and patting him on the back and saying what a great match he'd had That's so there's, there's extra things they're doing yeah, there with him yeah
0: the other segment uh, the other match that was announced should I say was Asuka versus Charlotte Flair that was the main event of Smackdown Asuka stood tall after delivering a beatdown with a kendo stick to both Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch who's back taking bumps is this a new dawn for women's wrestling with Asuka standing tall do we have like three kick ass faces and I don't mean baby faces but just faces of the Smackdown women's roster now
3: I don't even say the women's roster I say the whole of the roster or Smackdown
0: so you're saying none of the men kick ass
3: Uh, on Smackdown they're not as exciting to me as the women are killing the show right now on Smackdown for me
0: it was definitely a great main event I've got to say I think Asuka and Charlotte have tremendous chemistry Jason
1: Um, I agree those three are great everyone likes Asuka having when we talk about the TLC preview we'll probably talk about her a bit more so Mm. I'll sort of say something for there but great to see her getting some exposure yeah I'm is there anything you didn't like about this week's
3: show? The Miz.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. There
1: was the point? I, I mean, he carried the segment well. It was good. It was funny. But I'm not seeing where this is going. That's what I like. Kind of. I'm intrigued. I think we said last week. I'm like, I don't understand. Is Shane turning? Is Miz turning? What's the plan for these two? I, I kind of like what I don't know. And Miz is just being Miz and being entertaining.
3: Well, I like, I like the Miz we had last year when he was when he had Maurice based and he was trying to go. Go for the, you know, keep the intercontinental title relevant. And I want him to go for the world title now.
0: Yeah. I think my only complaint about SmackDown this week, and it's not really a complaint, it was a decent tag match, but Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio versus uh, Samoa Joe and Rusev. No, sorry. I got that wrong, didn't I? Jeff Hardy and Rusev versus Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura. Eh. I I wish they kept him apart a bit longer. I know we've seen Jeff Hardy Samoa Joe before, but. Just keep them apart until whenever they're supposed to feud. That's my only complaint. So, on that note, gentlemen, we have to decide which was better this week, SmackDown or Raw. I'm going to start with producer Chris for once.
1: SmackDown. I'm going with SmackDown on this one, but it was close. Mm. The hell is wrong with both of you? Raw (laughs) clearly
3: killed the show this week. It was amazing. I think Smackdown's tighter. to I, tight I the show.
0: love the Raw opening promo I love the final segment but there wasn't much in between and therefore I have to give it to Smackdown this week so Smackdown wins 3-1 in terms of this uh, are we a panel or a round table I haven't decided we're on a square table right now rectangular oh, yeah. table we're in
3: the ring basically yeah we're <laughs> in the ring
0: you know you no, know, it's a four corners tag match without a tag team partner it's a fade <laughs> of four way I'm rambling on ladies and gentlemen so After this short ad break from our affiliate, we will be
1: previewing WWE TLC 2018. Stay tuned. This podcast is affiliated with the WWL Meetup Group. WWL, or Watch Wrestling London, get wrestling fans together to watch replays on Monday nights and attend live events across London, be it WWE, Progress, Rev Pro, Eve, Fight Forever Wrestling and many more. It's a great way for a group of friendly people to get together and watch great shows and all are welcome to join. You can find out more about Watch Wrestling London at watchwrestling.london or just Google Watch Wrestling London and you'll find their meetup page for all their events.
0: Ah. Out of curiosity, uh, what are you doing next Monday, Jason?
1: So next Monday will be the TLC replay with the WL at Belushi's in London Bridge. Ooh, uh, is me and Chen invited to that? i can get you on the list
0: uh, is chris invited chris is always
1: on the list he's just on the wrong list
0: uh, I'm, not, I, <laughs> I'm not showing up ladies and gentlemen but please do come <laughs> joking I'll, I'll see you there chris that leads us perfectly onto our wwe tlc preview the wwe's annual tlc pay-per-view is happening this sunday as you know and is set to be a huge card with 12 matches on the show I have a feeling that this might be a very unpredictable show, ladies and gentlemen, with both the possibility of Braun Strowman and Becky Lynch no-show in their TLC matches.
1: So, before we go into this too much broad, I will be tracking everyone's predictions on this, and next week there will be a special prize, which I'm keeping in a box. Wow, is it?
0: No, I can't make that joke, that's too offensive. Anyway, uh, shall we start with... If
1: it's a- in a box, it's over. You don't listen to Jim Connett enough.
0: No, I, I don't listen to Jim Corbin. I I do like him. I think he's very funny. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked, Jason. You're, you're putting me off script. Boo! Anyway, shall we start with what could have been the main event, and that is Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. If this match happens, then if Braun wins, he gets a universal title match. And if Baron wins, we all lose as he becomes the permanent general manager of Monday Night Raw. A, will this match happen, and B what do you think will happen I'll start with you Chen
3: I think Braun will show okay
1: Uh, that's it (laughs) (laughs) you think Braun will show and nothing else will happen okay cool (laughs) Braun Braun will turn up and he will look at Baron Corbin for 20 minutes oh I will say I'm rooting
3: for Corbin though of course you
0: would You, you want to be on I'll put in air quotes I'm actually doing air quotes right now the right side of history which is Very Kim Jong-un, I think. Anyway, Chris, do you have any thoughts about this? Uh, I'll just be happy to see Braun Strowman. I think we'll be happy to see Braun Strowman back, but I think he's too injured at the moment to do anything. I suspect this match probably won't happen, or if it does, it'll be more angle than match. I think it could be a doubling down this Corbin storyline, and it could be very damaging to Raw. Can can in the future.
3: Another prediction: If this match does happen, Heath Slater will be ref, probably.
0: Again. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shot. I reckon Corbin wins. You know,
3: I hope he does.
0: Okay. Do Do you think he will? I mean, Jason's known down our predictions. You know, well, to make predictions. I apparently. can imagine.
3: <laughs> I can imagine Braun losing, and then yeah, I, you know what? I change. Corbin will win. So it's two for Corbin. Braun losing, and then he'll come rumble and win everything. But J- Corbin winning. Jace I I mean.
1: E Cornette. Short match, smoke and mirrors, brawn smashes and wins. Okay, cool. Chris?
2: Yeah, what Jason said.
0: Great analysis. Great analysis there, Chris. I was being sarcastic. Don't don't look too smug. Anyway, the main event, at least in the fans' eyes, is a triple threat tables others chairs match between Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair and Asuka. The winner walks away with a SmackDown Women's Championship. I I did put in in our notes, will Lynch be cleared? She's obviously cleared if she took a bump on Tuesday. So, moving on. Who do you want to see win this match, first and foremost, before who you think will win this match?
3: I want Becky to win. Okay. And I think she will win. However, part of me also thinks she might not be a no-show because... I don't know. They might still keep her up, keep her on the shelf for a bit longer. I'm
0: surprised the nasal fracture's taken this long to recover from. It shouldn't take that long, I don't think.
3: And I can imagine them because if you saw the beating she got by Oscar, she was getting hit in the back with the kendo stick. Yeah. And like, avoiding the head, pretty much. I
0: know. To be honest, they. They don't really tend to aim for the head with a kendo stick. True. So I think it's just more WWE protocol in general rather than
1: protecting Becky Lynch. Jason? I want Becky to win, and there's no way she's not going to be there. They wouldn't be hyping a main event, which I think is the, this is the main event of the show, I think. They'd know where they'd be getting into it if they were still concerned. It, it hi- better be the main they're, event. They're,
0: they're hyping up Braun Strowman. Yeah. Exactly, and he's turning up. Is he? That's what I'm going with. So... I absolutely adore Becky Lynch, but I want her to lose.
1: So you want you, you want her to lose, not?
0: Yeah, I what I think the best way going forward to Raw, and I had to think about this, is for her to lose the title because they're obviously going to protect Ronda. Ronda's going to beat Nia. Spoiler alert for the later predictions. I'll keep that quiet. But the way I see it is, you want champion versus champion. So I want Charlotte to win at Royal Rumble and take the SmackDown Women's Belt to the Royal Rumble, and it's going to be champion versus champion at Royal Rumble rousey versus flair you get that rivalry out of the way becky lynch wins the women's royal rumble goes over to raw because god damn it they need to star right now and then at wrestlemania you have your raw main event which is ronda rousey
3: versus becky lynch yeah,
1: I think while I said I want Becky to win, I've got a similar view. That. I think Asuka is there to lose. Charlotte is going to beat her in the what match. It, so you think uh, Oscar' uh, uh, is the one going to get pinned? Yeah, she's the one to take the not, pin. I don't
0: think it's pinfall. The, the, is it? Oh, no, no, no the, it, you're right. Because it's anyway, sorry, okay, yeah. fair
1: point. If it's, it's, so I think Charlotte's winning it. There's there's a way to get You want Becky to lose the belt, but in a way that makes sense. They're going to have to do something. Maybe the interference from Nia Jax, second set of that match at the Rumble as well. Ooh. There's a lot of parts to this, but I agree, I think, because Becky's like winning that. the Rumble. And then going to take on Ronda, but she, but then if she goes to win, if she's at the rumble, when does she fight Nia Jax? There's a lot of moving parts here, which is what makes it so interesting.
3: I'm also happy to see Oscar back in like the main event. Yeah. Ever since WrestleMania, they've done really nothing with
0: her. I think it's great that they're not making her a joke. I think that yeah. Carmella feud was toxic in the summer. <laughs> it put a lot of people off Oscar and. It, Apparently Vince McMahon is pretty high on Asuka right now because of the reaction she got just before so on the SmackDown Survivor Series Go Home show. So you know, I, I'm I'm glad to see Asuka being put into this, put into this, and to be put on the same level as Becky and Charlotte because yeah. SmackDown needs it. Asuka needs it. It's a win-win, even if she doesn't win. So. With that being said, actually, Jason, did you want to say something?
1: No, I, just, I was going to go, like, are we all saying Charlotte, it sounds like, or is there anyone that doesn't think Charlotte wins it? I think Becky. I think Charlotte. I think Becky. Jason? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Charlotte winning it, because i just Ooh. trying to look at like, what Becky's doing at Mania.
0: It's a good card if it's this unpredictable. So, moving on away from the two main matches, I'm just now going to go through the <laughs> card in order of Wikipedia, because I thought that was a great idea. Apologies, ladies and gentlemen. First up, we have the mixed match challenge final between Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox and R-Truth and Carmella. Briefly, and very briefly, because quite frankly, I don't care about this match, which team gets the number 30 spots in the Royal Rumble matches?
1: Jinder needs this. He's going to win it, and he can do the most of it over the next couple of months or month and a half talking about
2: it. Ugh, Chris. Chris. I think they might go with r Truth, Carmella, and mm. it's just going to be some kind of comedy segment in the Royal Rumble. We mm. do
3: get them in the Royal Rumble matches; these comedy bits in the Royal Rumble matches. It so, could...
2: so are
0: you suggesting that r Truth and Carmella wins?
3: Yeah, but I rather have Jinder win. Character-wise, I'm thinking he could he could do much more better than this.
0: I rather have Finn um, Balor and Bailey win, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. <laughs> so we we now have two joke teams. I don't really care. But if I had to pick one, I'm probably going r and Carmelo because I think they're favouring that team more heading into this final. Up next is something that's actually worth discussing, and that's Seth Rollins defending the Intercontinental Championship against Dean Ambrose. Have you guys enjoyed this rivalry?
1: Yeah, I've enjoyed the intensity of this rivalry. I think it's been enjoyable. I think it's going to continue. But I also think we're getting a new champion. Hmm. Tasty, yeah. I loved
3: it. I loved that they kept them, these two wrestlers, pretty much apart throughout this whole month, and I especially like the whole raw package that they played for Ambrose about okay. the bit when he betrayed Seth Rollins and everything. I just think it intensified the feud a bit more, made it more meaningful.
0: see, up until Survivor Series, I enjoyed this rivalry, and then. They did a couple of silly segments with Dean Ambrose. That really annoyed me. And I think the work they've done this week has done some element to restore it. We mentioned in the Raw review kind of review. SmackDown vs Raw segment. that The closing shot was really good. I think Dean Ambrose's promo was pretty good this week as well. I think
3: they always get better every week, in my opinion.
0: Really, Dean Ambrose? You have this intense rivalry and then Dean Ambrose has a comedy segment and New People segments. You think that was getting better each week? I thought it was garbage. I, I
3: think thought. it's just a legitimate way to get heat. It's, but he, ar- the- he
0: already had heat. He already true, had heat. He doesn't need a New People skit. I think it, I think it has, was dumb.
1: Has Ambrose had a match since the betrayal?
0: No, I don't
3: think so.
1: No, and that's what I like. Yeah. I, think I, said, I said this to you guys before. Yeah. I, like, I don't want him having matches because that's a chance for Seth to attack him. I wanted to never. And it also mate. makes him yeah.
3: more like you know that gives him that mystique of like being like a you know like Brock Lesnar not Brock Lesnar but prize fighter like we see him on the pay per view kind of thing.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's a good point, Jason. So I'm in agreement with Jason. I think Dean Ambrose is going to walk away with the championships. Chan.
3: Yeah, it will be Dean Ambrose. Chris. Yeah, I think that's probably going to happen.
0: Unanimous. That's the first, I think, we're unanimous on. So, moving on from one championship to another, will Ronda Rousey successfully defend the Raw Women's Championship against Nia Jax, or will Ronda lose and win the Rumble and jump ship to SmackDown? Which one do you think happens here, Chen?
3: Ronda will win. Um, I've actually been one of the few people who actually has enjoyed Nia over Mm -hmm. this last month I loved her promos Um, and I think she keeps getting better on the mic but Ronda will win
0: I think Naya's horrible on the mic I don't think Naya should be in the position that she's in considering the amount of people she's injured Jason
1: it feels like the, the surest thing on the show, but Ronda wins this. Mm. But you know, Vince is crazy, so if all we know not have Nia no Jax win it and go on to Mania and headline. God, I'm hoping not.
2: God damn it, do you see what she did to Becky's face?
1: We're going to call it a face breaker. We're going to push her over, God I, damn I, I li- it.
3: <laughs> I like that name. I like that name.
0: I do like the name, but unfortunately it's taking advantage of a legitimate injury. And you'd think in 2018 they wouldn't find concussions fun, but hey,
1: you know. They're doing a storyline about a dead father. We'll get on to that because I, I have a
0: lot to say about that one. But, yeah, I, I, I think Ronda wins. I hope Ronda squashes Nia within a minute because it's, it's a long card and Nia needs to be punished. So, Ronda wins, from my opinion. Chris, briefly?
2: Well, I'm not actually not going to watch this match. I think we should all boycott anything to do with Nia Jax and hopefully we should go away. Wow. Okay. I, uh, Did I mention I don't like Nia Jax?
0: Yeah, I I kind of agree with you. She sucks. I I don't want to say it, but she's injured too many people, and she should just be fired. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I don't wish that on anybody. I respect anybody who enters the ring, but
3: I'm rooting for you now. I'm rooting for you. Of
0: course you would. You like Baron Corbin. Okay. Uh, Chan, He's on the right side of history.
3: <laughs> you, you be so worried. wait, wait. Uh, we're all saying uh, Ronda will win. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah okay. I think we're all saying it. Chris isn't going either way. He's just refusing to care. Yeah. Yeah. He's Switzerland.
3: That's his toilet break right there. Yeah.
0: So, moving on. I think this one will divide people a bit less, but AJ Styles gets his rematch for the WWE Championship as he sets to take on a newly crazed and delusional heel, Daniel Bryan. This is the third time they face each other in as many months. So, can we be excited about this match? I'm going
2: to start with you, Chris. Um... I'm not that excited about it. I don't mm. know the build up to it, but I think they might surprise us and give us the best match yet. Oh, that's, that's what I hope. Anyway,
1: it'll definitely be a good match. I think, Jason. Yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing match. So I'm looking forward to it. It's also the it's the rubber match when they both won one, and it's the first one where Daniel Bryan is a hill. I still find it odd that AJ wasn't even on SmackDown this week, in relating to building this up. So that's a bit strange. Mm. But the match itself should be really good. I think this match will be match of the night.
3: Um, really? Yeah.
0: Over the women's TLC match?
3: I think the women, I'm the most excited for the women's TLC, mm. but these are two spectacular wrestlers. And I just, when I was watching the old TLC matches with Daniel Bryan and The Shield, It just made me be more excited for what Daniel Bryan could do in this match.
0: I think Daniel Bryan's changed his style since coming back in a good way. I think he's a bit more technical and a bit more aggressive. and I quite like that. The problem is, for me, it's not necessarily the quality of the match. It's more the quality of the rivalry. So I've loved Bryan's heel run so far. Yeah, so do I. I think he's done an amazing job. I'm just not interested in this rivalry whatsoever. I should be. I love Daniel Bryan, I love AJ Styles, I love him in the ring, but it feels like the rivalry to AJ Styles is secondary to Bryan's heel character. I think this will be a good match. I think it's obvious that Daniel Bryan's going to retain here, which leads me on to this point. Who do you think is going to win?
3: I think Daniel Bryan will win, and I just want to say Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan is... The type of character along with Corbin that actually gets legit boots. Like oh, normally, yeah. when people people normally cheer for the bad guys these days, but this these two are actually getting booed and they're heels.
0: I think Daniel Bryan's done a fantastic job. I mean, yeah. trying, it's the most
1: successful heel turn this year. Yeah, Jason. Daniel Bryan wins, and the fickle fans can do nothing about it.
3: Yep, Daniel Bryan wins. Yep,
1: yeah, Daniel Bryan wins. Mm.
0: So. Moving on from that one Finn Balor who is recovering From sickness this week and hence he missed Raw and Mixed Match Challenge is expected To take on Drew McIntyre Drew wins right?
1: Yeah Drew will win mm. I assume so I mean It's a strange one like, are they, I, don't, I can't See the Demon coming back at this point no. and They really are getting behind Drew I see him being A big player come mania So I think they're going to keep getting behind
2: him It might even be a squash, I think. Maybe not a squash, but a short match, Drew will be dominant. Uh, They're really really building up. I hope not.
0: I I really hope not.
2: Yeah, I hope not, but I I can see them doing that. Yeah, I think
0: Drew will win. I will say this, though, just before moving on. Watching Raw this week, I don't think the crowd are reacting to him in the way that they should react to the top heel. I felt the crowd were a bit silent during his promo, and it's not the first time I felt that, and I'm not sure why they're pushing McIntyre. If I was in their position, I'd probably push Finn Balor. Even though he's not as good on the mic, he's more over, in my opinion.
3: Um, I think I think they're kind of given Well, Vince has kind of given up on Finn, in a way. Or being a main event. Finn needs to he, get
1: to SmackDown. He,
3: uh-huh, but even I still think then he'll just be mid card for a while.
0: Yeah. Potentially.
3: I mean I want on paper I want Finn to win. Like mm. but I can just see uh, and I think even like on paper when I see this match I'd be like, these are two great individuals, but I can only see it being a squash match.
0: I hope they're given a fifteen minutes stu- to showcase what so. they can do. I think that's my best wish for this match. I think it's clear that Drew's gonna win. I'm fine with Drew winning. I just I I've got a feeling that he might not get the push that we all think he's getting, I think because I
3: think the reaction is not there. Also, if Finn does win, mm-hmm. um, it's maybe because of interference from the Ziggler.
0: Ooh, I would like to see that actually. I would actually like to see that. So moving on, and uh, gentlemen, I'm quite excited. Wait, wait.
3: We all agree, Drew. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, as I was saying before, I'm rudely interrupted there. <laughs> Chen. As a fan of crap OCW booking, this is my match of the night right here: Elias versus Lashley in a ladder match, where whoever retrieves the guitar above the ring can use it. Except it's a pinfalls match. What? <laughs> what the hell? So I can hit it you.
1: Is. I can hit you with heavy ladders. Yeah. But I can't pin you until I've climbed a ladder to get a guitar. No, I think
0: down. You can, I think you can pin me anyway. But not I've me. I'll get the
1: guitar down. Right? Not me. Yeah, but. You're not in the match. I'm not in the match. I'm not sure. Who, who if we were in the match, I'd have to get the guitar down would before I, I could pin you. Would,
0: would I be Bobby Lashley and you'd be a lice? Yes, of course. Wait, Wait so okay, cool. explain
1: the rules. I'm confused so myself. Basically,
0: a guitar is hanging above the ring. Yeah. They can go climb up a ladder to use it. Essentially, it's just it's there a, for a weapon. It's a guitar on a pole match, but yeah. up a ladder. You know that Triple H Kevin Nash match? The that, had a th- yeah. that had the sledgehammer above the ladder in 2011. It's exactly that with a guitar. I gotta say, this is a crappest booked match on the card. So, and yet I'm really excited <laughs> to see how crap this is. I love crap wrestling. This is my level of crap right here. I am really excited. I hope Elias wins, by the way. I think actually, you know what? I'm gonna go out on a limp. Elias wins this one. Anyway, sorry, I'm gonna let you guys speak. So, I'm just I'm super excited for this really bad match.
3: <laughs> so just to make sure, once the guitar is smashed over someone's head or back, that person wins. <laughs> no, 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 it's pinfalls. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm happy that these two are having a match. Why? I like both fine, superstars. Okay. I like both superstars. Um, I can see Leo Rush getting in a good couple of good spots being involved in the match.
0: Oh, actually, that's a good point. Leo on the ladder. Um, Jason.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree. I think this Bobby wins, and Rush is the difference maker. Uh, so, yeah, so Bobby would definitely
2: win. I think. Okay. I think this is going to be a five-star match, (laughs) at least. So, who do you think is going to win? Uh, Elias. Ooh,
0: you're you're joining my side. and We're going to walk with Elias. We're going to walk with Elias. Anyway, um, speaking of ladder matches, I kind of wish that they made this a ladder match. The bar defends the SmackDown Tag Titles against the Usos and New Days in a triple threat match. Thoughts?
1: I'm surprised it's not a ladder match as well. Mm. It's this could have been amazing as a ladder match, these three, these three teams. Yeah. And they could have taken up a good chunk of the show with these three in a match. Yeah. I, maybe they're thinking ahead towards something at mania where they come back to it. No, probably not. Probably not. You never know. They're probably not thinking that far ahead with the tag team division. I mean, I've got, I think the bar retain, but these teams continue to fight each other until the end of time.
3: Yeah. That's why I'm sick and tired of this. Like, mm. um, I'm sure it'll be a decent match, but I'm, I'd, I'd rather have someone like Sanity involved in this match. Yeah. Or even Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. They don't like have TV. any other tag
1: teams on SmackDown? They only have three tag teams. Uh-huh. Wait, they don't have the Colons? Who?
0: I don't know who they are either. I think I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you, Chen. I think I, I put in my notes, I want Sanity or Gallows and Anderson in one of these spots, or just added to this match. Don't get me wrong, I love these teams. Well,
3: we're I've, sick and tired of seeing the same thing.
0: I think it'll be a good match but yeah there's only so many times I wish back in April they put the Usos on New Day back on Raw I think that would have solved a lot of problems I think it would allowed that division to breathe and I think the other issue is that no one's turned heel no one's turned face and it's just quite rubbish in general I should be excited for this match and I'm not and that, that's a shame chris
2: yeah i'm not really excited to be honest okay
0: yeah. so just briefly who do you think is going to win uh, chan
1: the bar jason yeah i'm going with the bar yeah the bar i'm
0: going to go with the usos just to mix it up but i don't really know to be honest I th- i think it could go either way so this this is a Rivalry that I kind of want to talk about because I don't like this rivalry at all, and that's Natalia versus Ruby Riot. They come to a head as they clash in a tables match. Um, should anyone really care about this feud in a good way? Chen,
3: I think everyone should invest in Ruby Riot. I think she's money, okay, and I think she can cut a great promo. the only downside is it's against Natalia. I think she's just.
0: Uh... Yeah, I think that's one side. Jason, I think they're
1: both good performers. Mm.
3: Oh yeah, Natalia's great, but as a character, I'm just like. Eh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not
1: into the feud. I agree. I like Ruby. At the moment, I think Ruby should be winning this. I'm thinking Ruby Ronda at Rumble could be a match.
0: I think Ron I think they're going to build to Ronda vs Charlotte Ronda vs Becky at Rumble. I'm going to say this just now. I hate this feud. I absolutely hate it. I hate the fact that Jim Neidhart's death has been exploited for a basic feud. And I I find it disgusting. I don't want this match. Nobody should want this match. I I feel sorry for both performers. I don't think they want to do it. They're contractually obliged to do whatever Vince McMahon says. Of course, they're going to say, are you okay with it? And they're going to say they're okay because they want their paycheck at the end of the day. But... This uh, it took a ton f- too far this past week. But
3: what a shocker, though, when she un- un- unraveled that table.
0: It's not good. <laughs> like, it's not even good. It's it's disgusting. But
3: it think, gets it gets her heat. That's I, the whole point.
0: yeah. But there's this heat and this heat, like it's the same with like the Eddie Guerrero comment that Randy Orton did in two thousand six. Uh. Like the burn, he's burning hell. It's it's disgusting. I think it's exploitative. I don't like it. Um, I'll just say this. I think Natalia wins. If they're going to let Natalia win. If they don't, yeah. fuck this company at times. I just see, really, you know, F this
1: company for this one.
0: I
3: see Natty winning as well. Jason?
1: Yeah, I'm going with Ruby. Ooh. Why? Uh, just because I'm looking at it and thinking Rumble, it's Ruby beat Ronda. Yeah,
2: maybe.
3: I would love Ruby to win, but I just don't see it happening. yeah What about
2: mm-hmm. you? Well, I'll go for Natalia on this, I think.
0: So 3 to one Uh. So um, Moving on from something Something serious to something less serious Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton Compete in a chairs match Yes the chairs match is back again Are you excited for the chairs match? i'm not excited for the chairs
1: but are you excited for the chairs match i fucking hate chair matches (laughs) if i win ring of dishonor this week that's what i'm talking about (laughs) so that just gives you an idea of how i feel about this kind of like stipulation and the point of it i still think i think randy orton wins but i'm also trying to work out where's it going this he kills the old timers who's he gonna end up against He killed Hardy, he killed Ray he killed fan favourites in general with Ty, I don't don't know where he goes What's the mania plan for Orton?
0: Daniel Bryan? I I don't
2: know Chris? Uh, Out of the three of tables, ladders and chairs chairs are my least favourite What's the point? Anyone?
0: Mm, I can't really defend that one
2: but yeah, I don't care. Um, Randy Orton's gonna win, I guess. Okay. Do,
1: who do you think's gonna win, Jason? Before
2: yeah, Randy Orton's gonna win it.
3: I think the stipulation's a bit weird. It's, but Rey Mysterio, he's very, very creative. So he, he, there might be some good spots in this match. Uh, I actually think Rey Mysterio will win. Oh, that's
0: interesting. I think Randy Orton will win. I will say this though, to be slightly optimistic, the only chairs match which I've enjoyed was between Baron Corbin and Kalisto, I think, at TLC a couple of years ago. I think these two are similar in terms of like in-ring style and dynamics, so I'm going to have a little faith in this match, just heading into it. I think they might be able to pull off some sort of similar spots. I thought it was a good
3: chairs match, as I said. So hopefully they kind of replicate the same. We will definitely see an RKO on a chair. Uh, I can't wait. I, w- I definitely want to see that. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love the RKO, it's my favourite finisher Uh It's the reason why I don't want Randy Orton to ever leave So, moving on Last
1: but not least, Buddy Murphy defends The Cruiserweight Championship against Cedric Alexander Who wins? I think Buddy goes over here Mm. I think he's holding it till Mania He's taking on Ali at that event And Ali finally gets the belt at that point
0: So, yeah, I agree I think Buddy Murphy
3: only won it a couple of months ago And yeah, Mustafa Ali's going to win at WrestleMania
2: Chris? Yeah, Buddy Murphy retains
3: so, I don't fo- know what the storyline is because I don't mm. follow 205. Fair enough. But uh, both of them are very, very great wrestlers. Yeah. And Buddy Murphy did steal the show, the last pay-per-view, in my opinion.
0: He, he stole the show at Super Showdown as well. I yeah. mean, just, just
1: on that, if you look at Dave Meltzer's Wrestling Observer, the top-performing guys in WWE, based on who's had the most four-star-plus matches this year, there are two men, AJ and Buddy.
3: Oh, AJ Styles? Yeah.
1: Hmm. All AJ station. and Buddy, the two top performers according to his ratings in WWE.
3: So he couldn't mm. end up stealing. Is is this just a normal match? Going to Seth Rollins. Is this a normal match or is it? Uh, it's just a normal match. Okay. So who do you think's gonna win? Buddy Murphy,
0: I think. Buddy
2: Murphy. Buddy Murphy.
0: Buddy Murphy. So thank you, gentlemen, there for your excellent insight. Except for you, producer Chris. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs>
3: harsh you should see the pain in chris's eyes right
0: now people we 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 pay you in (laughs) you don't pay me anything (laughs) in respect (laughs) Uh. allowing you to have opinions on this show do you want do you want to continue having opinions on the show no let's move on okay anyway (laughs) uh, wow he's getting more aggressive each week after this uh short break we'll be bringing back the ring
2: of dishonor
0: hey you If you like the podcast, then remember to like the Holy Shoe Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Holy Shoe Pod. Do it! Do it now! So, lastly, it's our weekly segment to close the show, The Ring of Dishonour. For those who haven't joined us on the pod before, it's like Room 101, but wrestling in an audio format. And we also did not steal this concept from a well-known wrestling YouTube channel. Each week, one of us will nominate something that they would like to see enter the Ring of Dishonour. The other three people on the podcast will decide if it is worthy or, shall we say, unworthy enough to enter the Ring of Dishonour. Last week, I submitted China not being entered into the WWE Hall of Fame to the Ring of Dishonour. Chen, Chris, and Jason all agreed that it was worthy enough for submission and became the second entrant to the Ring of Dishonour. Jason, since you are our wheelmaster? I don't know. We'll come up with a better gimmick for you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I've got the wheel ready, so, bro, you're not in it this time, right? Because you were no, last I, in I went last career, week. So, yep. so, yeah,
0: whoever goes this week is immune next week from doing the Ring of okay. Dishonor. Uh, so, anyway, Jason, please, can you spin the wheel and see which one of us gets nominated?
1: the Wheel is spinning.
0: Chen. Chen. Oh, Chen, what are you going to try and enter to the Ring of Dishonor?
3: So, there's a big bunch of people who are campaigning for benoit to be in the hall of fame oh god damn it i was gonna do that one and i'm against it i'm totally against it he should not be in the hall of fame and don't get me wrong i loved watching benoit he's so amazing his matches are great but he shouldn't be in the hall of fame and we all know why why well, <laughs> you can Wikipedia it. Well, well, you well, know, what there, happened? Did I miss <laughs>
0: something? Like, you know, there, there could be new fans after the Benoit incident. So It hurts
3: you, to talk about it because I was such a big fan. But if you fans don't know, no. just go on Wikipedia. So
0: basically, for those who don't know, just to be explicit, unfortunately, Benoit in 2007 decided to, for whatever reason kill his wife and his uh, son son, Daniel. I I forgot his age but it was in single digits and then he decided to hang himself over the course of a weekend It, it led to a tribute show on Raw which during that show more details became apparent of this incident and since then Chris Benoit's name has never been mentioned in the WWE product so that's basically it so it's, it's quite a serious situation. Jason, you were a huge fan of Chris Benoit in the 90s and before his death. Yeah,
1: 90s, 2000s. I remember like the WCW days. Yeah. it's I, 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 don't, I don't see how you can. I mean, even if someone, you try to make a case, just from a PR point of view, he's never going to go in. I think people mm. should stop campaigning. I'd like it if they could actually mention his name occasionally on TV. Because it would just make it less weird that like, they so blatantly refuse to acknowledge him. But I can't see how you would put him in the hall of fame. So,
3: as a fan watching wrestling, one of my favourite moments was WrestleMania 20 when Ben Benoit won the mm. title and was celebrating with Eddie Guerrero. Both were champions. Yeah. But just watching it makes me kind of, like, cry. And I un- and that's why I understand, like, why maybe what other fans, when they watch it, they probably feel the same way as well. Probably one of the reasons why W just erased him. Yeah. Not just for PR wise, but
0: it, it sucks what Benoit did because yeah. I loved that moment of WrestleMania 22. I'm a massive fan of Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero is the reason why I started watching wrestling. You mean 20? 20, yeah. Sorry, Eddie Guerrero is the reason why I started watching wrestling, and that was just after that moment. And the fact that we as fans cannot reflect on that is very sad. But I kind of. Agree with WWE's action blanking Benoit hmm. because th- there's no there's, n- there's no real coming back from that there's no coming back from that uh, you can have the brain of a 90 year old Alzheimer's patient I think that's what what yeah, happened because of the massive amount of concussions yeah, and CTEs and chair shots and it's very sad it's very sad and uh,
3: i also it's, think it's a
0: difficult topic
3: i also think john cena said it best when he was asked that question about benmore being in the hall of Fame, and he said we should never ever ever reward bad behavior and especially like even if you're a celebrity celebrities tend to get away with things because of the celebrity status mm. but we should generally just never reward bad behavior no matter who it is i i kind of agree
0: chris
2: there's nothing I can add to what already been said really. Um there's no way they could even consider doing putting him into the Hall of Fame. Can you imagine if they did? How how the world would react?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've had enough controversies this year <laughs> alone to uh, that they, you know, uh, yeah, they, they'll never will anyway. I think that's their attitude and I th- I think it will remain forever more. But we're specifically talking about the campaigners for Chris Mob being the Hall of Fame. Yeah,
3: just stop it.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, shall we just start the voting then? Uh, I'm just going to agree with Chen here. I think, I think it sucks. So,
1: yeah, I put in the ring of dishonor as far as I'm concerned, Chris.
2: Yeah, into the ring of dishonor for me.
1: Yeah, I guess just before I say that, I just want to point out, it's worth checking out Chris Jericho's podcast he did about a year ago. He was a close friend of Benoit and he had Benoit's sister on the show. And they had a very grown-up conversation about Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah, I remember listening to and that. And it's yeah. really worth a listen just to understand the man he was and what had happened to him towards the end of his life. And they it, did talk about his um, his
3: celebrations as well. Like, they said stuff in a positive yeah. way, it's how what, he was as it's, worth, it? it's
1: a very good way just to, like, get some uh, better understanding of Chris Benoit.
3: Also, mm. like, even someone like Chris Jericho, who's a close friend of Benoit, did say he doesn't want Benoit in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he, Jericho, I remember Jericho even saying one of the greatest nights of his wrestling career is when him and Benoit won the tag titles of Triple H and Austin. And he can never watch that match again.
1: Yeah, there's a big chunk of Jericho's yeah. career which he says he can't watch. But yeah. it's worth just listening to that podcast just to get a bit more of an understanding of the man Benoit was and what was going on towards his life at the end. But yeah, there's no way you can put him in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah, once you've done the crime, you can't really anything else so, so we all agree yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah wow see I
1: was I wasn't to something fun like complaining about fucking chair matches <laughs> well
0: you know I, unfortunately uh, we, did, we, did, we unfortunately, unfortunately we like serious stuff on this podcast yeah. all the time we don't
3: like to avoid the uncomfortable well you I was the one who
0: had to break down the Ben Watts murder you would yeah. know, like Wikipedia it. well you know some people might not know 10 no, anyway not, not to try and shallow the subject matter but yeah there you have it that is the latest entry to the Ring of Dishonour next week we'll be reviewing WWE TLC 2018 continuing our weekly segments of Ring of Dishonour and Smackdown vs Raw and who knows what other riotous things we have in store but that's all from us here at the Holy Shoot Podcast we hope you've enjoyed the show and remember to subscribe to us on all good podcast outlets and some bad ones too and give us a follow on their old social media and give us a 5 star rating on iTunes because You know, we're worth it. Anyway, that's the bottom line, because this pod said so.